Hi, I'm PJ and welcome to House Daily. Um, it's good to be with you again, another week. Um, and uh, wasn't Sunday great? Uh, I always say it's great to have those times of a bit of normality where we can gather together, where we can worship together. It's, uh, I love seeing people in, in the chat and in those things, saying how you're doing, having fun together. And so um, it's really great uh, to do that. And just what um, amazing time to gather together as one church and Matthew sharing with us. And uh, in some ways, I'm loving this time where um, we're a church, STN, of, of different sites, of different services yet. And we're gathering around together. We're uniting. It may not always be our cup of tea. It may not always be the star we want or, or the thing we want. But actually, for me, anyway, it's just reminding me, oh, that's not the point. That's not the point in church. The point is, actually, we are one. We're gathering in spite of our differences in spite of the things that we don't have in common because actually the thing we do have in common is so much more important um, than our differences and so um, it was great to gather together and it's good to get together again today to look at scripture together and we're going on this journey through the book of Hebrews, um, this letter, and we've just started to think about um, the role of priest and Christ as our, our great high priest and um, the challenges that come from that. And um, we may um, be in a, a time and situation where we don't, we obviously don't think of priests in the same way as uh, the Jewish listeners, the the Jewish Christian listeners will be would have been listening to this, and their perception of priest might be really different. So we're going to pick some of those those things up as we go through this. Um, but actually, the thing that keeps drumming down in this book is actually Christ is is the pinnacle of all these things. Christ is more more important, and as we see, Christ takes in that place, stands in that position of the great high priest, the one and only that matters. Um, so, if you've got your Bible. Open up, we're we're starting chapter 5 today, so we're going to start in chapter 5, verse 1 of Hebrews. And it says this, Every high priest is selected from among the people and is appointed to represent the people in matters related to God, to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He is able to deal gently with those who are ignorant and are going astray, since he himself is subject to weakness. This is why he has, has to offer sacrifices for his own sins as well as for the sins of the people. And no one takes his, uh, this honour on himself, but he receives it, call, uh, receives it when called by God, just as Aaron was. In the same way, Christ did not take on himself the glory of becoming a high priest, but God said to him, you are my son, today I become your father. And he says in another place, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Son though he was, he learned obedience from what he had suffered and once made perfect. He became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him and was designated by God to be the high priest in the order of Melchizedek. Like I said before, if you want to pause, reread over that, there's a lot in there. And um, we're, gonna, we're not going to touch on the idea of Melchizedek uh, today but, and what that, the author is getting at there, but it, oh, it's coming up. So don't worry. If you've got questions, hold on for a few days. We'll get there. Um, but we're just thinking of the idea of, of high priest and uh, the role that Jesus stands in when we, we, we're thinking about and the author's thinking about Jesus as, as the great high priest. And 
like I said, there's many priests in, in, in the life of Israel of, as their people. And there was the great high, the high priest at, at one always given time. And he was like the chief, the, the top, the, the head honcho in essence of priests. And they were the one that was would uh, preside over the Day of Atonement. They're the one that would take the, the sacrifices for the whole Jewish people. And they stood in that place between God and his people. And it was a position of such weight and responsibility. Imagine being responsible for all the sins of all of God's people. It's a lot. Um, I don't know what you do in your, your day-to-day life. You may be someone who manages lots of people, but um, you may be, oversee thousands like the, the, great, the high priests of Israel. Um, but they were there. They were not just managing them. They were, they were responsible for their sins for their salvation for their atonement it's a, a huge weight and burden was on them and it's why they were never picked they were chosen by god to stand in that place um and so jesus falls in line with that also he didn't take that for himself but his father god the father gave him that place and position and role in our relationship with him and what it digs into here is that is, is christ's submission into that position um we may remember in in the garden of gethsemane where jesus cries take this cup away from me um it's not a burden to carry lightly as we see in the life of jesus but he submits to his father to be the god that he said he'd be to stand in that gap to pay not only be the priest but to be the sacrifice to be the one that not only dealt with our sin but was the payment for our sin he stood in that gap but it, that is such importance in, in what the author is picking up here is his obedience to the father in that his obedience to what god said he would be the way that god said he would do it and we see some of those hyperlinks again back to the old testament of what the author's picking up on and said he god always said he was going to do it like this and christ submitted to that he was obedient to that and it's just got me thinking today about how often we need to submit to Christ more and more every day and we submit our lives to him as we come to him. But often as life changes come towards us, we need to make that decision to continue to obey and continue to submit. We may not like that what our life is looking like now. We may not like that we may have been furloughed. We may have been laid off. We, our business may really be struggling. We may not like that we're stuck indoors. We may not like so much of what's going on at the moment. I definitely don't. But we have to say, stand in that place of mission and go, God, I, I don't get this. I don't know what you're doing. I have no clue. And if I was you, God, I'd do it so differently. That's why we're probably not God. But I choose to submit. That I submit that your ways are higher than my ways, that you're going to work through this pain and suffering and grief, and you're going to use this time for, for my good, even if it may not be the life I'm wanting to live at the moment, it may not be the lifestyle I want to live, I may have so many hurt and questions, I may be struggling massively, but I know, God, that you love me, and that in this you are going to do a good thing in me, even if it's hard, even if it's painful. And I'm not going to fight you in this, God. I'm going to submit to you as my priest, the one who stands there for me, fights for me, pays a sacrifice and pain for me. I'm going to follow you in this hurt, in this pain. 
Let me pray. God, I pray for me and for us as well. You would help us be in that place of submission, especially if in the moment we're in a place where we, we're, we're not wanting to be, that we don't like, that we're struggling and, and don't get why you're doing this, God. Help us to give it up, give it over to you, to submit to whatever you're doing in this time and to trust you. In the same way you model to us in your son, submitting to the plan that you always had, him to be our priest, but also our sacrifice. God, help us to submit into your loving arms. Amen. I hope you have a good day. I hope God continues to speak to you and grow in you. Be safe. Be church. Keep washing your hands. 